Entering the second hall, you can see pieces of Hungarian fine art, present at several world's fairs, which earned many prizes. The best direction to follow would be left to right, then along the centre. Hungarian fine art was already present at the very first World's Fair in London, yet only one art piece was showcased, which was then purchased by Prince Albert himself. In the following years, the number of fine art contributions also increased. From countless outstanding works, we present just a few masterpieces with an interesting, adventurous history to attract your attention. These four sketches were made by Mortan and Karoj Lotz as designs for the frescoes in the main staircase of the Hungarian National Museum. The sketches won an art medal in 1873 at the Vienna World's Fair. The two painters are outstanding representatives of so-called Hungarian historical painting, which illustrates events from past centuries. Tan and Lotz began working on the frescoes of the main staircase in 1874. The sketches already feature the recognisable figures we can see in the completed staircase. The first sepia drawing is a sketch for the establishment of the museum. On the left side of the image is Ferenc Széchenyi, founder of our museum, which was also the first museum in Hungary. Below are the most important characters of Hungarian history of the 19th century. At the centre, Ferenc Széchenyi with his son István Széchenyi, who continued his father's efforts to elevate the Hungarian nation. His modernising efforts resulted in the evolution of Hungarian foreign policy, economy, transport and sports in the 19th century. In this first painting sketch, Historical scenes are framed by an allegory. Mortan presents the central sculptural group of the museum's Tipanum. The allegorical figure of Pannonia, representing Hungary, sits on a throne and crowns the geniuses of art and science. The second sketch below shows the decisive moment when Hungarians joined European Christian cultural circles. In the pictures, we can see historical scenes related to the founding of the Hungarian state. The father of our first king, St. Stephen I. Grand Prince Geza teaches agriculture to the Hungarians. This is followed by Stephen's christening, and then by the fresco entitled St. Stephen Establishes a School. Mihai Munkacsi was an internationally acknowledged Hungarian painter of the 19th century. His most outstanding works are landscapes, as well as paintings with themes from religion or Hungarian history. Throughout his entire artistic career, Munkacsi sought realism. He was greatly influenced by the paintings of Gustav Kurbe, which set the course of his artistic journey. The works presented in our exhibitions are great examples. 133. This is the sketch for the main figure of the painting Milton. This was the period when Munkachi turned from typical salon art to more profound themes. The painting portrays the poet John Milton, whose most famous work is the epic poem Paradise Lost. 
True to real history, we see the blind poet dictating his epic to his daughters. For this piece, Munkanchi received a grand prize. It was showcased in the first hall among the medals. 134. Munkachi reached the peak of his international success at the 1889 Paris World's Fair, where he presented two pieces of his famous Christ trilogy, Christ Before Pilate and Golgotha. This is a sketch for the latter work. One curiosity about this picture is that Munkachi had himself tied to the cross in order to feel the pain. In his painting career, this belongs to his early realist folk-themed pieces. 112. Going forward, you can admire Mihai Munkachi's gorgeous painting entitled The Drunkard Husband Comes Home. This was his first international success at the 1873 Vienna World's Fair. The Hungarian painter and graphic artist Janos Vasari lived at the turn of the 19th and 20th century. His work illustrates how well he knew the European trends of fine art. In his work, you can see the influence of French post-impressionism, Art Nouveau and the Hungarian Plonair of Nagybanya. In his later pieces, we can also detect the wild colours of Fauvism. Vossary felt the need to cross over to more vivid shades in 1907, at the peak of his Impressionist period. He learned this Matisse-inspired view at the Julian Academy. This painting, entitled Detail of a City, Siena, was probably created in 1911 during his study tour in Italy. It was presented at the 1929 Barcelona World's Fair. The back wall of the cabinet on the right also has two of his paintings, both examples of his post-Impressionist period. In these early years of his career, he was most influenced by the Frenchman Jules Bastien Lepage. Vossari's works showcased at this exhibition established the wide range of his painting styles. One of his early works is Cloud Over Lake Balaton, which visitors could admire at the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair. The resting vendors of the parish fair in Nograd was created later during a study tour of France. It was then that colours began to dominate his paintings. This piece was presented at the Rome exhibition of the 1911 Turin World's Fair, along with his other painting, View on Schielfork Promenade, which you will see later in the exhibition. Paul Signier Merche was one of the most remarkable figures of Hungarian art of the 19th century, the most important representative of Hungarian plein air. His Picnic in May is one of the best-known works, not only of plein air, but of Hungarian fine art in general. The painting Lark was made ten years later than Picnic in May and showcased much later, as Signé Merche did not paint for a long time after the criticism he received in 1873. He returned to World's Fairs only in 1900. His most important collection was presented at the exhibition in Rome in 1911 where the fine artworks of the 1911 Turin World's Fair were exhibited separately. 
The painting Lark was among them, on a canvas the same size as that of Picnic in May. The work is considered a masterpiece. No one in Hungary could create anything like that at the time. The most intriguing parts of the painting are the precise details of nature. Signet wanted to prove his talent, both to himself and others. On the opposite wall on the left, you can see a sketch for Picnic in May. The painting's history is closely related to the 1873 Vienna World's Fair. The piece allows the viewer to catch a glimpse of the world, where young people, venturing out of the city, find the joy of life again in the harmony of nature and spring's awakening, as they picnic together on a hillside resplendent with wild flowers. The colours and intensity of light relate this painting to French Impressionism, though Signet was not familiar with it. Picnic in May was actually created before the Impressionists' exhibition, so it is easier to understand why his contemporaries did not understand it, as even the bright colours were in stark contrast to the trends of the time. The story of the painting does not end here. The artist placed it in the Hungarian section, but the Bavarians took it as their own, as the painting was created at the Academy in Munich. When Signe Merche noticed his painting tucked away almost out of sight, he angrily took it down and brought it home. After the Vienna World's Fair, a critic called Signe's vivid colouring a rampage of colour, which hurt the artist deeply. In his retirement, he thought long about the answer. I am a barbarian here, they do not understand me. Jozef Ripl-Ronai is a leading figure in modern Hungarian art. He began his career as a pharmacist, then worked as a private tutor, and only then began to paint. In Paris, he worked for two years in Munkac's atelier and was deeply influenced by the painter. He began to find his own style later, influenced by the American artist James McNeil Whistler. Rupel Ronay later joined the French post-impressionist group Les Nabis, of which Janos Vossary was also a member. His painting Old Lady with Violets clearly shows Whistler's influence. This painting was presented at the 1929 Barcelona's World's Fair, even though it was created in 1895. At the time, the artist lived in Paris and worked with few colours, using an elongated shape for the painting. Ripel Ronay was present at World's Fairs before. In 1893, in Chicago, he designed a vase for the Jolnay manufactory. In 1900, he won a prize for his rug design. In 1906, in Milan, his tapestry was destroyed in the fire. One of the most peculiar stories of this exhibition concerns the painting The Myth of Hercules by Ferenc Lipot, presented at the San Francisco World's Fair in 1915. Due to the outbreak of the First World War, most of the Hungarian material never came back from this expo and is still hidden today. We do not know how Lipot's work returned to Hungary, but its story is exciting. Today, it adorns the wall of the principal's office of the Secondary School of Visual Arts, and it's only thanks to a fortunate coincidence that it is presented here. 
the curator of the exhibition, visited the Secondary School of Visual Arts to ask for some World's Fair diplomas, and they told him about the painting during that conversation. Even the school only learnt about its connection to World's Fairs recently, when they took it down from the wall while redecorating the office, and noticed the two identifying tags on the back. Copies of them are reproduced beside the painting. On the right wall at the centre, you can admire Tivodor Chontvari Koska's painting Cart Ride in Athens by New Moon. Please use the application Artivive. Like Jozef Ripelronai, Chontvari worked initially as a pharmacist and, like Paul Signe-Merche, was little understood by his contemporaries. His career as an apothecary took a drastic turn when the pharmacy director noticed a sketch of an ox cart he drew on a prescription note and exclaimed, But you were born a painter. Then Chontvari heard a voice, You will be the world's greatest painter after Raphael. His work could not be compared to any trend of the time. His heirs wanted to sell his bequest for the price of the materials as car covers. Luckily, his work was purchased at the last minute by a famous Hungarian architect, Gedeon Gerlozzi, so the paintings survived. Chontvari, who called himself a painter of the Sunway, was acknowledged as an outstanding artist only after his death. This piece was presented at the 1958 Brussels World's Fair. Allegedly, the Belgian organisers asked the Hungarians specifically to bring Chontvari's paintings to the exhibition, as they recalled what Picasso had said ten years earlier. I did not know that there was another great painter this century besides myself. Picasso allegedly said this in 1948, after Chontvari's exhibition in Paris. There, Picasso locked himself inside with the paintings for an hour, once visiting hours were over. In Brussels, the Hungarian pavilion also featured two other paintings by Chontvari, the Marienbrunnen in Nazareth and Trees in Electric Light at Jaitse. The Central International Exhibition presented the painting Ride by the Sea. The second part of the hall featuring fine artworks presented at World's Fairs mainly showcases sculptures. Sculptures by Hungarian artists were present even at the very first World's Fair, for example, object number 141. The image shows Jozef Engel's sculpture composition entitled The Amazons and the Argonaut, which was commissioned by Prince Albert himself after he read a glowing tribute to it in The Times. Engel worked in a classicist style and most often represented scenes from Greek mythology. At the 1851 World's Fair, fine art was only used as decoration, but gained an increasingly important place. Nearing the next hall, the two cabinets to the side showcase statuettes. Most are the work of sculptor and metal artist Edda Telch. His statuettes are typical genre characters, like the farmer, 178, or the elderly farmer woman, 177. The cabinet on the right features several statuettes, which also had porcelain versions made as well. There are works by famous Hungarian sculptors of the 19th century, 
like the horse herd halting his horse by George Vostog the Younger, the hussar overlooking his sword by Kishvaludi Strobel, and Tom Thumb by Edet Elch. The cabinet on the left contains five works by Edet Elch, including a portrait of Beethoven. This adorned the music hall of the 1906 Milan World's Fair. In the cabinet, we can admire Elsa Kuveshazi Kalmar's sculpture, Dancer. The artist created designs for the Herend porcelain manufactory as well, mainly in the Art Deco and Art Nouveau style, inspired by dance and movement, but she worked on an incredibly large artistic scale. She was a successful artist in Vienna and exhibited in Paris as well, though she often entered and won sculpture contests between the two world wars. She could not make a living from it and learned orthopaedic shoemaking to make ends meet.